Bless the Lord and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I'm your host and elder, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to another edition of This is the Day Ministries podcast series. This is episode 15. I hope you had a blessed day today, March 26, 2023. Beautiful day on today. We had uh, a, a, a vast or a variety of <laughs> weather patterns today. We had a little wind. We had clouds, we had the sun, we had hailstorm for about five minutes, five, ten minutes. When we had rain, we had more wind, and we had the sun, and then we had the evening. So to God be the glory through it all, we understand that God is, in fact, in control. Amen? We understand that everything that we need is in God. Everything that we need is found in our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank God for sending his son for me. I thank God for loving me enough. I thank God for knowing my beginning as well as my end and providing me with what's necessary to succeed. Understanding that um, as I do live this life, I have a choice to do um, what, what it is I, I think I want to do. Um, but if I think I want to be successful and if I think I want to do the right thing, then it's in my best interest to seek God. Amen. Because God knows everything about me. He created me. He knows what irritates me. He knows what makes me excited. He knows what makes me cautious or apprehensive. So as I continue to grow closer to the Lord, he fills in all of those those weak, weak areas that I have, and he makes me complete because God is complete. Amen, somebody. God is complete. There's, there's nothing lacking when it comes to our creator, the, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised, 1 Corinthians 4.10. I thank God for... Um, his word, I thank God for his word, 2 Corinthians 12, 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, feeble to be without strength, powerless, then I am strong, mighty, able. So we understand that it is through the power of the living God that we are able to have strength and to make it through the things that we, we go through in this life. And we would be remiss to think or uh, to even to, to talk about um, uh, being successful in anything absent of God. So we we I, we should understand and I want you to understand that the foundation of everything that I do, I give God credit for. I might not say it all the time, but based upon my life, the way I live, the way I carry myself, the way I talk, that, that is to be known. That's the rapport that I'll have. And I hope that you have that rapport, meaning that people, when they see you, when they talk about you, when they think about you, they see someone that, that loves God. They see someone that's trying to do the will of the Lord and to see the will of the Lord done in their lives. Uh, when they see a husband, they see you as a man of God trying to be um, faithful to your wife and to your children, your sons and your daughters, raising them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. That's that's what that's the kind of reputation you ought to want to have. Amen. And it's, it's good to be talented. It's good to have skills and, and such. But let the number one thing to be said about you, you know, your legacy, what's going to be said about you when you're gone? Let it be that you was a faithful man of God, brothers, sisters, the same way. Children, let it be that you love God and you you honored your parents because God said that that was the right thing to do, that you were you did the best with your schoolwork. You gave your all and 
your athletics and you you let your light shine in the midst of um, wicked people, other kids at school who just cuss and they, they talk about sex and they talk about disrespecting their parents and disrespecting teachers and people. Let, let that not be your reputation. Amen. So what I wanted to briefly discuss tonight is just the idea of of reparations. And it's it's geared towards people that really feel like they've been wrong. And that's the black community, as, as everybody knows. It's, it's not a secret. The black community wants to receive reparations for um, something that happened that's not happening currently in their life, but happened before them. And we know that reparations is the act or re- of re- repairing something or the making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wrong. And let's, let's just be honest. The, the bottom line is here that reparations, the idea that is a repayment of money for, for slavery, for, for wrongs co- uh, committed against black people by white people. That's, that's the crux of the matter. That's the foundation of what we're going to talk about when you talk about reparations. So let's, if we can be honest, and I hope that your desire is, in fact, to be honest when you're having any type of dialogue or discussion about whatever said topic is so that real, real, real conversation can be had. Because if you're not being honest, then you're not having honest dialogue. You're being deceptive about your position or your intentions, et cetera. And with that, there can be no forward progress. So honesty is important. Even if it hurts or make you uncomfortable, you have to you have to be honest. You have to be honest. Let me encourage you to be honest. Amen. So this idea of reparations is is not going away, unfortunately. <laughs> I say unfortunately because if you look at the news in any in any fashion, you see that it's actually gaining traction, and it gained a lot of traction during the this the um, the scamdemic a couple of years back. And further, it was inflamed with the, the killing of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter further pushed this on, the NAACP, all black, most, most black organizations that are really hung up on the idea of slavery and this being a white man's world um, are really pushing for some type of reparations. We have politicians that are pushing for it. I mean, it, so it's, it, it's, it's making its way to, to conversations in, in boardrooms and things like that and city councils, et cetera, to entertain the idea of pay, paying black people a substantial amount of money. So the, the unfortunate thing is that with this, and with this, and you have to understand, from my, my vantage point, I'm looking at it from how, how God is, is looking at it. And what, what we're focusing on is we're focusing on something that happened in the past that nobody today can do anything about. San Francisco board is discussing the idea of a $5 million payout of reparations to, to people that qualify. And you're talking about people that had nothing to do with slavery. You're talking about, I mean, the, the opening paragraph of the article says payments of five million to eligible black adult, the elimination of personal debt, tax burdens, guaranteed annual incomes of at least 97 grand for 250 years and homes in San Francisco for just a dollar a family. Well, you know, you can't buy you can't buy anything for a dollar. 250 years is a long time to make 100 grand. And if you have no, you know, skills, no talent, no education, you've just walked into the, 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 
the easiest jackpot in the world just by being black. So let me ask you, how does this, what, what does this do for you? What does this do for the relationships between um, various ethnic backgrounds? What, what does it do? How does it move us forward? Because if you receive money, does that stop the, 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 the ideology that this is a white man's world? Does that stop the, the thought that you know, the white man is stopping you from moving forward in your career? What, what, what means does this bring us to? What end? That's the question that we ask. So if, if it's not really solving a problem, because here's the thing, you're going to, how is this payment going to, is it teaching you anything? Because if you receive this, just like people receive um, large payouts and lottery, they go spend the money up and then they buy all these fancy things that they require taxes, et cetera. And if they don't invest, they're back where they started. Where, where is your mindset regarding that? Are you going to get education? Are you going to invest? Are you going to get a job? Are you going to stay on that job, continue to move and so forward and put this other money to investments, real estate, uh, starting other businesses, helping communities, helping people less fortunate? Are you going to do any of that? Or is it just going to be a selfish investment to you to buy material possessions? That's the question that, we, that, that I'm asking you because I don't see the, the point of the reparation actually. I don't, I don't think that it's necessary because I don't believe in my heart that it's going to change the hearts of black people towards of, about what they think about white people. And because that's not solving, that's not going to solve the, the problem, the fundamental problem, then it's, 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 it's a, what they say, an exercise of futility. It's pointless. That's why we have to understand that a relationship with the Lord is the thing that's going to solve our problem. Because it's going to, when we see things the way God sees it, when we see people the way God sees us, we, we see that he saw us and he saw that we had a need. And he didn't seek to put a Band-Aid on that need. He, he sought to solve the problem so that it would end all problems moving forward. That's a solution. That's a real solution. That's a solution that's beyond your feelings because he sent his blameless son. Would you send your blameless son to die for others? Abraham was going to sacrifice his son because he trusted God. And God saw that, so he provided uh, a ram in a bush for him. So, again, what is your mindset regarding reparations? What is, what is, your, what is your mindset regarding people? Because if you're still caught up on, again, the color of your skin as to why you can't do things in life, then I'm, I guarantee you any fin amount of financial um, uh, payment that you receive is not going to change it. And God is requiring us as believers, and I'm talking to believers. If you're not a believer, you, you are probably cussing me out right now. <laughs> but as believers, Paul has encouraged us to not be conformed to this world, but be tra ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. A complete, a change for the better. Why? That we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, meaning to be brought to its end, finished, perfect will of God. Hey, we're in the will of God, then we, we aren't focusing on the outward, the things that, that are impacting our, our flesh. Because when we're looking at God, we're not, we're, we're, not, we're not concerned about what the flesh wants because we're focused on God. 
I will look to the hills from which come my, cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. When we're looking to the Lord, we understand where our help is from and we have peace. We have joy in that. We can rest in that. You can't rest in money because it's not ending. You have to make money work in order for it to keep coming in. If you have $100 and you can go and buy some shoes, now you may be down to $25, $50. Now, I'm just, I'm not talking about Jordans because $100 is not gonna help you. Let's just say, you know, you're gonna buy a $25 pair of shoes. Let's say you're gonna buy something to eat for you and your, your wife. You're down another $25. You you 50 bucks left. Let's say you're gonna give some money to the church. You know, you may give $10, say you get $10, $5. You, 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 you're not really feeling the giving to the church, all right? <laughs> Or maybe you are feeling good, whatever. You're down to $45. You got to put gas in your car. That $45 is spent. So that money is gone. It's not coming back because it was meant to meet a need. It, it, it wasn't sent out for those purposes to reproduce itself. So you have to specifically direct money in the fashion of which you want it to, to, to work. When it meets a need, it goes out and you get something in return. When it's meant to, to double itself or to reproduce itself, you put it in what you call investments. So we have to understand what our focus is, people of God. I love you with the love of the Lord. This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I want you to get it, and I want you to see that the enemy is going to keep you looking at things that don't matter for as long and as often as he can. Don't fall for the deception. That's all he can do is deceive you. He is good at it. Started in the garden and he continued to do it through scripture. He will deceive you to make you look at things other than what God wants you looking at. Amen. To God be the glory. I've been your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. Be encouraged. Be blessed. I love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, stay focused. This is the day.